everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. On today's show, I have a repeat guest. I have Sarah Grace Mech, who is back on the show and I interviewed her a while back, really more so about you know her experience as a personal trainer and we were talking about all things diet and calorie deficit, eating disorders, and all that good stuff. I'll make sure I link up to that first interview in the show notes. But the reason I asked her to come back on this show today is I saw her post um, on Instagram recently, and she posted about how she was going off the pill on purpose. And it was because she had had some health issues, but also more importantly, had learned about like, wow, when I went on the pill, I wasn't told about what the pill was actually doing to my hormones. And the more that she learned, the more she became convinced that, you know, getting off the pill was the right move for her. Now she's in the very beginning of this journey, but she knows quite a lot, has done quite a lot of research in this area. And this is going to be a really informative uh, episode for all of you. And for many of you who are listening right now, and your first thought is, okay, I'm young. I certainly don't want to get pregnant, but I don't feel like, um, you know, usually the first comment I hear when I tell people like, wow, if I knew what I knew now, I would never, when I was age 19, go back to um, going on the pill. The first thing that I hear completely, and I completely understand it from a lot of women is, well, I'm not going to use a condom all the time. Like that seems like a, a really crazy way when you think about being in a steady relationship or a marriage uh, of practicing birth control. But that's what you're going to learn a lot about is there really are other practices that don't alter your hormone structure and that are very doable and manageable. So I know that this is going to be really helpful for all of you and I'm excited for you to listen. So I've made this a two-part episode. We talked for about 52, 53 minutes. So I went ahead and made this a two-part episode. Make sure you listen to both parts. This is part one of my interview with Sarah Grace Mack. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. I am so happy that I was so quickly able to get Sarah Grace, who has been on the show, gosh, a, probably a while ago. Um, I, I 
reconnected with you because we just had updated your show notes post. Um, but you were on the show probably like a year and a half ago when we were when we first started. But I'm thrilled to have you back on because we're going to be talking about birth control today. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm I'm excited to dive in because people that have been listening to the show know I'm extremely passionate about women understanding the dangers of the birth control pill. And so many of them don't. So when I saw for everybody listening, I saw, I was, I think I was actually reconnecting with you to say, Hey, you know, here's your updated show notes or something like that. And then I was looking at her, some of her posts and she was posting about birth control. I'm like, Oh my God, I have to get her on the show. And so very quickly we were able to get her on the show. So number one, Sarah Grace, thank you for coming back. Number two, I'm so glad we were able to get you on sooner rather than later. And three, welcome. Are you ready to go? I am so ready, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. I am thrilled to have you back. It was such great talk the first time around. Mm -hmm. And today we're talking about, as I stated, birth control. And I saw a post by you. I don't remember the whole thing, but the gist of it was, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, you had come to understand, you know, the dangers uh, in birth control uh, as far as what it does for women or doesn't do um, for them hormonally. And you were in the process, I think you're newly just off the pill. So why don't you give us, you've already been on the show and introduced yourself. People will, will be able to link up to that first interview in the show notes. But why don't you tell people, you know, first of all, maybe your story of being on the pill, how long have you been on the pill? And then what led you to this point where you were like, holy heck, I've got to get off the pill. Totally. Um, So first of all, I just want to give a little disclaimer that I'm not necessarily anti the birth control. I mean, pill. clearly I was on it for over a year and a half. And so I never want people to feel like I'm shaming them if they Mm -hmm. decide they want to stay on the pill or if they are on the pill, because, you know, I was on it for a long time and I'm more of just pro knowing, you know, what you're getting yourself into before getting on it. And I feel like as women, we're not told any, anything, honestly, like we're not taught how our cycles work. We aren't taught how the birth control pill actually works in our system and how it keeps us from getting pregnant and all the different things that, you know, it can cause and wreak havoc in our body post birth control, you know, when you do decide to get off. So just giving that little disclaimer first, but I'm glad. Uh, Yeah. So, um, you know, about it was probably like two years. No, it's like two and a half years ago now. um, I got engaged and I was like, okay, like I need to start to figure out a form of birth control. So when I get married on my wedding day, that can all be set in stone. And um, so I started trialing birth control. And at first, you know, it was like three months in that all of a sudden I started feeling super just emotional, moody, my husband or like my now husband, he was my fiance at the time, started realizing it too. And honestly, (laughs) that sounds funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. Keep going. That just sounded funny. (laughs) Um, No. So, you know, I just, I guess like I started realizing so many changes in my mood and emotions and I was just all over the place and I just kept blaming it on, oh, I'm just stressed with being a business owner. I'm stressed because of the wedding planning. And I like never thought to think, oh, it maybe it's the birth control that I started taking three months ago. Um, and so we can were just I, kind of, yeah. Sarah Grace, can I interrupt you? I just want to ask you a question there because yeah. you just brought up a really important point. And I honestly, because 
and, and I'll share some of my experiences with a couple of different pills, but you said, you know, I don't know why I didn't attribute this to the pill. And I can relate to that. And I think a lot of women out there, whether it's the pill or there are other, you know, a lot of doctors are prescribing to solve hormonal problems. They're prescribing things like Xanax and, and those things have side effects in and of themselves. I personally think that whether it's the birth control pill or other pharmaceuticals doctors, and again, I'm, I'm not saying this to bash all doctors or say that they're all bad, but it's, it's on us as consumers. And that's why we're talking about this stuff to realize, sadly, we have to be our own advocate and really ask, are there side effects with this? Is mm-hmm. there stuff I should be, because we are all given these pamphlets, right? But mm-hmm. none of us are going to read that. And none of us are thinking because so many side effects that I had when I was on these varying uh, birth control pills, it wasn't until like nine months down the road that I went back and took out the little packet and I'm like, oh shit, this causes headaches. This causes weight gain. This causes, you know, blood in my urine. This causes all of these different things. I wish I would have paid attention to that. Do you think it's, it's very common, whether it's with an OB or a doctor that they don't go over the side effects with the patients? Unfortunately, yes. I know, you know, I never got a rundown of anything. And when I started opening up about my story on Instagram, everybody was flooding in the DMs with how they, you know, weren't told anything either. And they were honestly, a lot of women are discounted when they do even, even if we do talk about, oh my goodness, like this is going on or I'm feeling this way most of our issues end up being discounted as, oh, it's like, fine. It's it's definitely not the pill. Or they'll be like, oh, it's just a trial and error game. Just try a different one. Mm. And, you know, that's what I was told. Like after I went back in the first time, so set on the fact like I'm getting off this, this has made me crazy. After having done my own research, my husband and I are sitting on our couch one night um, on his couch in his apartment when we were engaged. And um, we just started like Googling our my symptoms because we were just like, what is going on with me? Like he was like, this is not the girl that I asked to marry me. <laughs> and so um, we were just Googling symptoms and all of a sudden we came across the birth control and all these people talking about their birth control and how it made them go crazy. And, and the best way I could describe it myself was I just didn't feel like myself. I, I didn't know how else to describe it. Like I was just so not myself and my gut was all off and, you know, just mood and sleep and everything. And so, you know, we, we all started putting the pieces together ourselves. And my husband was like, get off that pill, like get off of it right now, because he knew just like what it had been doing to me. Um, but so, you know, I go into the gynecologist, talk about this, talk about the issues. I'm so strongly saying, I don't want to be on this. And she's just like, Oh, just try a different one. Like if you don't, if you, if you stop taking this, you're going to probably get pregnant. So like you should probably stay on and just try a different one. It's trial and error. And that's the only answers I got when I went in there so dead set on the fact of I need to get off this. And so, you know, I'm not saying that's everyone's experience. I hope that I, and I know there are good gynecologists out there that want to work through more natural options or non-hormonal options. But for me, you know, that wasn't the case. And so then, you know, I got on a second one and it definitely made me a little less crazy. And I didn't want to be on my period during my wedding day. And so like I stayed on it through my wedding, but I just, ever since that first pill and just the experience it brought me through it, it just kept coming back into my mind. Like how good could I feel without being on anything though? Because like, I know what this did to my body and I just wonder what are the things that I'm just taking as the norm now that don't have to be the norm. And Mm -hmm. so 
you know, that really started my journey of doing research and trying to equip myself and empower myself enough to be able to get off this pill. And so, you know, I went to my gynecologist again, even just six months ago and was like, okay, like I'm getting off this pill. You know, I don't want to be on it. Can we talk about just like the options and all, and I was like, what about the copper IUD? Because, you know, I, I know that's non-hormonal. And she was like, well, it's just going to make your periods heavy and longer and make your periods chaos. And so like, I wouldn't do that one. And so I was like, okay, like what are my options? And she's like, well, do the hormonal IUD. And again, like it just like being pushed all these things I didn't want to do. And so sadly, like I had to leave that office with a pamphlet on the hormonal IUD that I didn't want just because I couldn't get her to explain anything else to me. And I walked out knowing that I was going to have to do this on my own. And, and so that's what really made me start to do my research. I started buying books on it. I started just looking into like the, you know, non-hormonal birth control ways that I could continue preventing pregnancy as soon as I got off of it. Um, But yeah, so, you know, it's been a year, over a year and a half of being on it and just seeing a lot of differences in my body take place. And, you know, the biggest ones were the mood and, um, struggling to sleep and then acne and then also just just feeling like my gut was totally off and just my emotions were totally off and and a big big side effect it's funny actually one of the books I was reading on you know hormonal birth control they're like you want to know how the birth control pill actually works they just take away your sex drive and it's so true you know it's mm. scientifically proven that when you get on the birth control pill your libido totally decreases in most women and so you know, you get on this birth control pill so that you can have right. sex freely without <laughs> worrying, and then you don't even want to do it anymore. And so, Unreal. you know, it's just sad. And then, you know, they don't tell you how the birth control pill works and all that, which, you know, actually, and the crazy thing, I keep going all around the place, but, you know, six, over 65% of the people on the birth control pill aren't on it to prevent pregnancy. They're on it because a doctor said, oh, this will fix your acne. This will fix yep. your period issues. This will fix your PCOS, like all this different stuff. And it's just not true. Like the birth control pill does not fix anything. It masks the problems, but it's not mm-hmm. fixing the root cause of the problems. It's just like Excedrin is not fixing a headache. It's just, you know, I think actually what I've learned about this stuff, because of course I've been dealing with chronic headaches and migraines for six, seven months is it's, it's just, I think what they do is it stops the signal between like your brain and I don't know, your spinal cord or something like that. It's something weird. They're like, this is where these receptors of pain are coming in, but it's not really addressing the source of the pain or getting rid of it. It's just masking so that you don't, your body doesn't think that there's pain going on, which is kind of absurd. And then again, when I started, when I finally got myself to see a neurologist, she's like, and she asked me if, if I took more than two, et cetera, in a week, I'm like more than two bottles. She's like, no, more than two, because they have a host of their own side effects. But Mm I, you know, was never paying attention to that. And, and to bring it back to you, sorry about my sidebar there, um, but to what you just said about your OB, I think it is incredibly, so again, for everybody listening, on one hand, I, I do want you all to know that I think we're in a time period with the medical profession where the people who are out practicing medicine, whether it's OBGYNs, um, endocrinologists, uh, primary care doc, whatever, 
these are people who were trained, you know, decades ago, probably, right? They -hmm. weren't trained specifically on a lot of women's health issues. They certainly, many of them have not gone out and gotten, um, you know, the advanced degrees with integrative medicine. So to some hand, on one hand, we do have to give a little bit of understanding in that they're just practicing what they've been taught, right? That's the way the medical industry has been for a while. So cut on some slack on that area. So when I'm talking about some of these things and saying, hey, this is what I'm I'm experiencing or experienced, it's not to throw all these people under the bus, give them some understanding that this is this is all they know. On the other hand, there are quite a lot of doctors now who are going and taking, you know, they're, they're taking their integrative, getting their integrative medicine license. They're starting to learn about these other, um, you know, non-synthetic, uh, for example, you know, if you're on bioidentical hormones, there's bioidentical hormones, there's synthetic hormones, there's doctors who know the difference. What's frustrating is what Sarah experienced And it's certainly what I've experienced and what a lot of you who have written in have experienced, which is you go to your doctor, you say, I have this problem and two things happen. One, they're going to give you a pill like the birth control pill and say, this is going to solve that problem, which is not really true. But a lot of times, like when Sarah went back and said, I don't want to be on this pill, it's almost like they fight you on it. And I, I don't, it's a very strange dynamic and it's hard when you're the patient and particularly for a lot of women who tend to have, you know, play nice, be a people, you know, I'm a people pleaser type of a person. They're mm-hmm. not going to push back because they think, oh, I don't know better. I'm not the doctor. And did, I'm, I'm curious with you, Sarah Grace, did you, did it take you a while to get comfortable really being able to, to push back and say, look, I've done some reading. I'd like to you know, I'd like to go off the pill, or maybe you just decided you made your own decision and you did it on your own. Did it take a while for you to get comfortable having those conversations where you're pushing back a little bit harder than you were in the past? Did that, or did that come naturally? Yeah, no, for sure. Like the first time around, I wasn't even necessarily trying to go off the pill, but I was just like, I need something different. Like I'm going crazy right now. And sure. And I I just felt like she didn't even want to talk to me about it. It was just like, just trial and error, just here, take this other pill and you're good to go. I'm like, can we talk about the other options? And she was just like, she, you could just tell she was like frustrated. She was overloaded and she just wanted to get me out of the office. And so I didn't really get any answers that time. I just got another pill (laughs) like recommended to me and prescripted to me. And then, you know, the second time going back in, which was just six months ago, you know, I was very dead set. I'm like, this time I'm not going to let her, you know, just tell me to go try another pill. Like I am so set on getting off of this, but sure enough, then I walk out (laughs) of the office with a pamphlet on the IUD. And it wasn't because I had ever said, okay, yeah, I want to do the IUD option. It was because she really wasn't going to talk to me about the natural options. And I was just like, okay, like I can't get any information here. So I'm just going to walk out whatever, and please her with this walking out with this pamphlet and I will figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been back yet since. So like, I never even told, like I had told her going into the office, you know, I want to get off this, but you know, she probably doesn't even think I'm off of it right now because Mm -hmm. I just, I, there was just, it wasn't going to do anything for me. She wasn't going to talk me through any of it and wasn't going to explain anything or give me any good resources on the natural ways that I can prevent pregnancy. And so I was just, you know, sick of kind of wasting my time going in and figured I was just going to do it myself this time around. 
And the truth is, I mean, and this is where I'm going to sound negative, but it is just the hard, cold truth. I mean, the medical industry. So when you're talking about some of these, um, you know, the non-natural, the stuff that she was pushing on you, right? There's Mm -hmm. certain pharmaceuticals. I mean, let's be real. The, The doctor's offices or the doctor, they are getting... I don't know if it's appropriate to say commission, but kickbacks, whatever. And it's all legal. It's all in the up and up. But I mean, that's what pharmaceutical reps do. They go visit doctors to get them to say, you know, give these pills to your patients, tell your patients mm-hmm. to do the, you know, the, it's, it's, I actually know a doctor. I can't get him on the show because he has very strong feelings about it. And he probably would get in trouble with his job, but he's like, Kelly, honestly, I'm a drug dealer. That's, that's what my job is as a doctor right now. I literally, that is my biggest incentive. Back to what you said as well, they turn them and burn them. They have to get the way that they make money is to get as many patients through the door and collect those copays, get as many patients in the door, only give them 10 minutes of time and kick them out and get them on a prescription. And those prescriptions will probably create other problems. And then that's going to bring them back and they'll be on more prescriptions. And Mm -hmm. so it really is on all of us to start understanding like the only one that's going to take care of us is us. Now, the part of this that kind of sucks is knowing that you do have to do what Sarah is going to talk to us about. And you guys know I've done. That's when you have to start doing a lot of research. The beautiful thing is there's a lot of information that's accessible. The not so beautiful thing is how much time it takes to go through it. And there there's a, you know, like anything, there's a lot of conflicting information out there. You have to kind of come to your own conclusions, but it, it really is amazing how much you can change your life when you wake up and start becoming your own health advocate and making changes, and it's almost it's almost extraordinary. I'd say how how much you can change your your life and your body because you get off some of these drugs that are that are not good for you. So, on that note, Sarah, when you decided, okay, I'm going to start looking into this, how did you start? How did you start your research? Yeah, so I just started looking into honestly, it was Instagram accounts that I had first found that were more doctors or natural pathic, you know, some kind of certification or qualification that made me want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and even dietitians that were talking about hormonal health that really brought it to my attention. And then, you know, it was kind of just from there, I ordered books, I was listening to books on Audible, I was listening to podcasts. Um, and I think one of the biggest things was just honestly learning the basics that I had never been taught. Like you would think in, I don't know, sex ed, they teach you how your cycles work, but they don't. They, they might hand you a condom and say, be careful, but they don't say anything about, you know, how your cycles work. And, you know, in the, you know, your first, like day one of your 28 day cycle is when you actually have start bleeding. And then, you know, day around, like around, you know, in the middle of the month or the middle of your cycle is when you ovulate and that's when you're fertile and you can actually only get pregnant around six days in the full month and things like that, that they don't tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, like I said, you know, taking birth control, they don't tell you exactly how that works. They just tell you that it fixes your problems, whether your problem is you don't want to get pregnant or your problem is acne or your problem is period pains or really heavy bleeding or anything like that. They just say, oh, it's going to fix that. And Unfortunately, what birth control really does is it kind of sends a signal to your brain that there are enough hormones and you don't need to make any more because they're flooding your body with tons of synthetic hormones. And that's not normal, number one, because your body is, you know, high in estrogen in certain parts of your cycle and high in progesterone in certain parts of your cycle. And it's not just this huge influx all month long, whereas birth control, it's literally just 
flooding your system with estrogen and progesterone all month long if you're taking the combination pill. And basically what that does is, you know, there's regulatory systems in your body that go to your brain and say there's enough hormones you don't need to make anymore. And so your body literally just starts not secreting its own hormones. And the connection between your ovaries doesn't, like your ovaries don't receive any more signals to make hormones. And the whole communication between your brain and your ovaries just stops. And if, and you're telling me that that's fixing the problem, basically, because it's just kind of strong arming your body into submission, but that's not fixing any problem. You know, the pill, the patch, the IUD, it all suppresses your hormones because it tells your brain to stop talking to your ovaries and your, and kind of your ovaries that they've been replaced. And while it can, you know, strong arm your body into that submission and make those symptoms that you're complaining about go away for a short term, it is just a very short term solution and kind of band-aid to all of your hormonal struggles. And so, you know, those are the things they don't tell you, but those symptoms that we hate, you know, those heavy periods, those periods that are lasting way too long, you know, the headaches, the migraines, the acne, all that kind of stuff. Those are actually your body giving you some really good data about what's really going on and, you know, trying to help you fix the root, not just you know, something that a birth control pill is going to mask and then you lose all that data and you lose the, you know, the data that's probably going to help you feel your best if you can start fixing the root problems. And another thing they don't tell you is that the birth control, you know, pill or any of the hormonal birth control options, they cause nutrition deficiencies, they compromise your gut, um, they cause a lot of a mood and emotional problems. And studies are even finding that there's a higher risk of anxiety and depression when you're on the pill. And there's just so many other things, but they don't tell you any of this. Yeah. It's really, it's a little scary that, because I'm sitting here taking notes on some of the stuff and it's bringing back so many memories for me. And I think, you know, just generally speaking, I don't think any kind of medication I've ever been on. And I've been on so much medication for most of my adult life. Um, I mean, it took me a while to realize like, wow, I've been on so many antibiotics. I've been on so many pills for so many different things. And I now understand, I understand now why I have so many, so many gut and hormone issues that I'm trying to unravel because of years and years of just overwhelming uh, medication. But on that note, no doctor ever really said, here's the side effects. I think the only side, the only time anybody ever told me was they put me on Accutane several times when I had skin problems and they said, you know, Hey, you can't get pregnant. So of course they put me on the pill to be on Accutane. And so you're on this double whammy two Mm -hmm. two absolutely horrible medications for you. But yeah, it's, it's typically when I think back, not discussed what the possible side effects are. And it's also not natural for any of us to go look at that huge pamphlet that comes with any kind of medication and think we're going to read through it. It's kind of like, you know, when you get a new phone at Verizon or whatever your cell phone is, and there's the like 30 pages of terms and conditions, like no one's going to read that. Mm -hmm. And then you're screwed if you actually ever have a problem. But yeah, I mean, these are, there, there's so much about birth control. And for me, um, I can look back and see that. So did you say you were on the pill for what, a year and a half? Yeah, about that. I was on, um, I started going on Orthonovum 777 when I was 19. And I was on birth control, give or take, for 20 years. And then I went off for like a year. And then I started having heavy, heavy, heavy bleeding. 
And then they put me on Loloestrin Fay, and that was one of the worst pills ever. I gained 20 pounds in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started having migraines for the first time ever. So all of the symptoms that you shared, you know, you can add to that, you know, gut issues, which, which you mentioned actually as well, headaches, um, skin issues, which you mentioned as well. And it's funny that sometimes they give you the pill saying, oh, this will fix your skin mm-hmm. issues. We can actually cause them. Um, but it's also the more that for those of you that maybe haven't experienced any kind of hormonal distress, um, the more that you understand how women's hormones in particular work and how complex they are and how integrated with one another they are, that's when you also understand that when the birth control pill is manipulating those hormones, it does also create long-term effects down the road. And I think, you know, for me, I never wanted to have kids. So I, it, it never affected me in, in that way. But I think for a lot of women that down the road are taking the pill because they don't want to get pregnant now, but then they want to get pregnant later, it, mm-hmm. it can create a lot of problems there. Did you, because I never did any research on this, did you run into any data that said, hey, women who have been on the pill will have, is there any tie between having issues conceiving or no? Oh, yes. And so here's the thing, you know, Number one, it causes all these nutrition deficiencies, which is not a good time to get pregnant when you have deficiencies going on. Number two, you know, it is totally cut off the communication of your ovaries and brain. And so just, you know, like your brain and ovaries have to relearn that whole communication when you get off the pill. And, you know, there's actually a new study that just came out recently that was in, so Dr. Jolene Bryan is, you know, a doctor that really specializes in this. And she, you know, in her book, she cited this study that um, there's an increase in childhood cancer risk if you get pregnant within the first six months off the pill. And what do most people get off the pill to do to get pregnant? But we're not told any of this. And so, and one of the main nutrition nutrients that, hormonal birth control depletes you of is folate. And we, even as dietitians, are taught women should not at all ever get pregnant when they are deficient in folate because of the fact that that can cause neural tube defects in their kids. Hey, everybody, you have reached the end of part one of this two-part interview with Sarah Grace Meck. Make sure you tune into part two.